Welcome to Unlimited Lives, everybody. Ho, 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 ho. Who's excited? Ho, 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 ho. For you crazy Christian Christmassy people. Ho, 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 ho. Here we go with the podcast. Hey, guys. It's me, TJ. I hope you guys are having a great time. And I hope you're rocking and rolling. Rolling and rocking. I am rocking in God of War. Man, am I having a good time. Great game. Also started playing Fortnite's new season. Excellent Fortniteing stuff. Add a lot of cool things. Maybe I'll talk about it with Mr. Brian McGinnis. And always check out the Videoizers. You can check out our YouTube channel with uh, our fun show that we do right after the podcast. What news we got? Thank you, Marty. As always, we start with thank you, Marty, for doing... Uh, as I like to say, doing a God's work. He's doing God's work right now. Hold on to your butts. There's even more Microsoft and Activision and Blizzard shenanigans. Marty found this. When does it end? When does it end for Microsoft and Activision Blizzard with all the shenanigans? Microsoft to offer concessions to EU regulators to make the Activision Blizzard buyout more palatable. Now, of course, EU is European Union, which you got to remember, Marty is from across the pond. So we have a fun uh, mix with across the pond things, which I love. I wish I could live in London and hang out with Marty because I love London. Now, Microsoft are considering offering Sony a 10-year licensing deal for Call of Duty. Wow. You imagine if Call of Duty is an exclusive to Xbox? That'd be bananas. That would be bananas. That's where we're heading. It seems that we're all just going to keep doing the same, just stealing games left and right. Only your PlayStation friends will be able to play. I mean, they do it now with God of War. But if you had to do it with Call of Duty or if you had to do it with Overwatch or anything... Wow. Wow. Deadline for Sony's statement of objection is January 2023. So Sony's got a month. They got a month to think about this. If they're okay with a licensing deal for 10 years. I mean, take it. I don't know what else you're going to do. They got you by the bolts. Also, isn't it weird? With these companies, especially Sony with the whole Spider-Man, and I know they let Marvel do Spider-Man. I don't know how much input Sony had in the Spider-Man movies. They seemed like they were Marvel Studios, and they seemed like Sony was just going to take the paycheck. But Sony's standalone Spider-Man movies are bad. So what I'm trying to say is, how does it feel? How does it feel to have a franchise that just grips you by the balls. Now you know how Marvel feels when they have to beg you to use Spider-Man. And now you're ruining Morbius, Venom, Carnage. You just big studio and just bombard it with big studio garbage. So now how does it feel? Now you may lose Call of Duty. And then you're going to sit there with a thumb up your ass, Sony, going like, oh, I hope, I hope Microsoft lets the the rights go and we can use it. Oh. 
too bad for you. I have no pity for Sony. Apparently, the EU, European Union, software regulators will accept a concession with the lessen the impact of $70 billion buyout. For that much money, you could just make a different, like, army game. Battlefield. Do something new. Said a Microsoft spokesman. Sony, as the industry leader, says it's worried about Call of Duty. But we've said we are committed to making the same game available on the same day on both Xbox and PlayStation. We want people to have more access to games, not less. Of course, you can have access to our game for $70 billion. Eat balls. It's so funny when micro like they like these CEOs and these Microsoft people like coming like they're trying to be human. Hey, we just want we want the best for everyone, guys. Uh, 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 we want the best for everyone. No, you don't. You're doing this so you can tell your investors at their stupid board meeting with their little penises, and you go, "Hey, you little penis, business wearing idiots. We got Call of Duty. Sony doesn't, and we got seventy billion for it." Boo. Microsoft doesn't care. None of these companies care. No one wants people to play the same. If you wanted that, then you would never have exclusive games, Microsoft. Put your money where your mouth is. No more exclusives for you then. Is that is that what you're trying to say? Uh, we, want, uh, we want people to play games across all platforms. No, you don't. It's bullshit. That's horse shit in the chef salad. In other news, FTC still considering doing exactly the same thing over in the good old U.S. of A. So FTC is the EU example. Crazy. I'd be pissed. I have Call of Duty on PlayStation. I'd be pissed if it stopped working. Oh, man. That's like when Google Stadia, they gave back the money to everyone. You know, they're like, hey, guys, thanks for loaning us that, that money. Hope you enjoy those games for free. I got my cyberpunk money back. I want to replay that Jimmy Jam. I miss cyberpunk. I want to replay that Jimmy Jam. I don't know. What would I be? A boy? A girl? Would I use spring legs? Would I sneak? Would I kill? Bananas. I love it. I love it. Well, Sony, you reap what you sow. You should have just gave Marvel. When Marvel started making all their Avengers movies and all their stuff that was working out, and Disney came and said, hey, can we buy Spider-Man? I know. Disney probably tried to buy Spider-Man rights from you. And you greedy little piglets were probably like, no, no. I love it. In your face. I love Sony. I am not. It's not like I have ill will for either company. It's just like, it's funny that, you know, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting butt fucked by rights, just like you butt fuck every, like you butt fucked Marvel and Disney. All right, now you know how it feels to lose a, to lose something that you love. Good luck. <clears throat> Good lord, getting over being sick. Oh man, how was last week? Huh? Did you guys have fun? Here we go. The the doos video games. Rockstar Games to ban. No, I think they did already. Rockstar banned cryptocurrency and NFTs from GTA Online's roleplay servers. 
Wow. I can't believe we are still talking about NFTs and crypto coins. I can't believe it. It's crazy. NFTs, I thought we're done. I thought we were completely done with NFTs. And people that spent thousands, almost millions on NFTs are the only idiots left being like, ah, it's still cool. It's still cool. It's like the the turkey, the, the roast pig in the Simpsons. It's airborne. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's got a, a couple bush in it. It's still good. It's still good. No one wants crypto. We're, we're done. I mean, crypto, you know, if you're smart, if crypto coins, if if a... If a Bitcoin goes down to, let's say, $1,000, right, or $500, i will tell you, if you have a steady-paying job, buy it. You know, it's 500 bucks. I mean, I'm the last person to tell you what to buy with money because I'm broke. I'm broke as shit. But... It's just you just in case just in case you buy one for 500 and just in case the market gets psychotic and it jumps up to like 17,000 then you could just just knock it out. You've seen what happened. I doubt it's going to happen again. I sincerely doubt that it'll go up that crazy. I think it's going to float at where it is, which is like 10,000 a coin or, or whatever. I think it's going to stay where it is. I don't think it's going to go any lower. And if it goes lower, I don't think it'll ever go back up. But you know what? What do I know? I'm saying if you could buy one if you could buy a Bitcoin for like 500 or 200 bucks, drop the money and see what happens. Your worst case, you blew 500 bucks. I know that's not easy, but it might go crazy. I am not an advocate for Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, just to disclaimer that right now. I have no interest in it at all. If I have 300 bucks in a Bitcoin, I would buy one if it was 300 bucks. There was a time when this thing started that I had comedians that were, you know, really into it. So Rockstar wants to ban cryptocurrency and NFTs from GTA Online's roleplay servers. And to be honest, people are dumb enough to buy NFTs are the ones being robbed. And that's how it works. If you're dumb enough to buy an NFT, you're the dummy. If someone got one over on you, you're the dummy. I don't have to tell you. So Rockstar considers the sale of crypto and non-fungible tokens on their servers as, quote, commercial exploitation and considering the amount of children and mentally ill people on there who'll part with their cash for any old shit. Someone is making a king's ransom, if I may speak British. Oh, the king's ransom across the pond. An NFT in GTA. I don't, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Following on from this summer's exciting Minecraft controversy where players were trying to incorporate NFTs and cryptocurrency into the game itself. Someone bought pizza using a Bitcoin. I mean, there are people that spent Bitcoins like they were dollars. Like it was like, eh, whatever, I'll buy a pack of gum with a Bitcoin. It was crazy. So someone tried doing it in Minecraft. A GTA online server, quote, The Trenches, what it's called, run by crappy internet rapper Lil Durk, was shut down after he was found to be selling his branding NFTs and server-exclusive goods now if you see a picture of little little dirk they're all little all these weird rappers are little it was only big papa for a while now it's little wayne little john little l little l dark little dirk d-u-r-k if you see a picture he looks like an npc i mean he doesn't look like he blinks at all like 
He's just like, hey, one five minus two. Like it's crazy. Server exclusive goods, and they shut it down. So he built the servers, tried to sell NFTs. Ba boom. <laughs> Thank you, PJ. Lil Lil Titties. I'm surprised there isn't a female rapper called Lil Titties. There has to be. Has to be. Lil Lil Puss Puss. That should be one little puss. Lil Puss. <laughs> so then Little Dirk apparently tried to come to an amicable agreement with Rockstar, who then slapped him with their lawyers. So then he tries to come at them, go, hey, is it cool if I do this? And Rockstar was a huge company and a great company. Now, am I biased because I've done a couple of their games and they've always treated me extremely well? Yes. If I didn't work for them, would I still love Rockstar? Yes. I think they're a great company and good for them. Lil Dirk doesn't deserve anything. Good job, Rockstar. Get him. Get him. Get him. Lil Dirk had four stars on his on his uh on his server. Rockstar was like, hey, we're gonna woo woo. You are under arrest. So interesting, a lot of Japanese gaming houses, such as Sega and Square Enix, are looking to add crypto and NFTs into their games seeing them as, quote, the future of fun. There is nothing fun about NFTs or cryptocurrency. Nothing. <laughs> little Nerf. Little Nerf or nothing. Little Dirk met Little Nerf. Little Titties was right behind. There's nothing fun. NFT should stand for not for TJ. It's nothing fun. It is It is a scam. It's stupid. It's dumb. And it's funny to see companies try to hop on board into this garbage and be like, huh? How much fun is this? It's confusing and it's stupid. No matter how many times someone explains it to you, I don't get it. The only thing I know is the blockchain is, the only thing good is for musicians, the blockchain is good for musicians because if you use their song, in a YouTube video or a website or a commercial, whatever. If they register their song on the blockchain, then when it is used without permission, you can hunt it down. All about that. Same thing with probably artwork. You could put the artwork on the blockchain. If someone uses it for commercial purposes, you could hunt them down. Fine. But with crypto, crypto, more like crypto, no. I don't like it, but it is funny. Uh, I know Ubisoft tried to do the same thing. We're like, huh, NFTs, huh, kids? These are fun. And everyone's like, shut up. Who's, if I had a baby or a child and my child came up and tried to explain NFTs to me or go, dad, I want to buy this in-game thing and I can own it. I would say, go to your room and you're eating dinner out of the toilet. I would, I would banish them. They're not fun. Crypto isn't fun. Bitcoins aren't fun. None of it is fun. You know what's fun? Going to the Poconos on a, on a snow tube. That's fun. You know what's fun? Jet skis. You tell me I can have a jet ski or a wave runner and I can have an NFT of a wave runner, I'm in. Now that's fun. Playing video games, that's fun. Never once have I spent money 
and was like, this is fun. Like purchasing an item. And I'm like, that was fun. I never went to Target and bought a shirt and went, this, can I be honest? This was really fun. Purchasing this item from this corporate store was such a good time. Spending money is only fun when it's like events. Going to a theme park. Buying beer. <laughs> buying beer. Or going to a pizza eating contest. That's fun. How many pizzas can you eat? PJ's in the chat, thank God. And also there was a time that me and him wanted to see how many IHOP pancakes we can eat. I got 17 and then I saw God cried and he took me home and I don't remember much of anything else, but I ate 17 of them by 15. I wept 16. I think I blacked out. I got 17 down and then that was about it. Was it fun? Yes, it was fun. It was amazing because I have a stupid story. Then we went to, to my house where I lived with my mommy and I told him, hey, my mom's like, you know, she's, she's a mom. And I'm like, you know, you, PJ promised me you don't, don't say this to my mom. And he's like, hey, man, I never, of course not. And the second we got in the house, he's like, hey, Mrs. D, guess how many pancakes your son ate? 17. <laughs> I ratted me out immediately, but it was very funny. Now what this episode is titled, y'all are wondering... TJ, you called this Street Fighter 6 beta. Well, check it out. Street Fighter 6, finally, right? You, where, where has it been? Where has it been? We don't know. Like, it came and went. They showed us videos. Finally, finally. I'm going to play it. Street Fighter 6 closed beta confirmed to begin on December 16th this year. Wow. I need to look up, uh, how do you join? Let's see if we could do uh PJ. Can you tell me how to join the street fighter six beta? while I do this? If you don't mind, he's my little ghost producer. Marty is my at home producer and PJ is my ghost producer. This time around the beta will include eight more characters. Luke, Jamie, Ryu, Chun-Li, Guile, Kimberly, Jury, and Ken Masters. Now, that's going to be cool. Bug fixes and balance adjustments. Selection is handled via a lottery and not on a first-come, first-served basis for the beta. Thank you, PJ. Uh, you need to sign up for it. I do want to play it. Street Fighter 4 was great and 5 was trash, so I don't know. I miss fighting games. I want Marvel versus Capcom. I'd love to buy Marvel versus Capcom three or two somewhere. The only place they're available is illegal beta raspberry Pi things. There will be a lottery determines. Oh, it was literally, <laughs> sorry, PJ. It was literally the next line in this doc. Oops. Oops, podcasters at home. So there will be a lottery. Previous players from the October closed beta will automatically get us will get a spot. So there's a lottery that determines who gets access for closed beta and the previous players from October will get a spot. Interesting. I did not know there was a closed beta in October. What an idiot. The beta will end December 19th. So you're going to get this three days. Three days to see all you can do. 
Hope you have a license for that game. You got a license for this beta? You know how fast you were going with this beta? I'm trying to do English, but it's sounding Australian. Australian's way more fun to do, but then it always twists into Jamaican or something. I can't do accents too long. The beta will also include access to character creation, allowing players to create one character only. So expect to see a lot of Shreks and Mr. Beans. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I like to play Street Fighter. That's my Mr. Bean impression. I hope you guys across the pond enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, all of all of uh, all of Marty's friends who he goes, hey, I've doing stuff for this podcast no one ever heard of. And his friends go, oh, mate, I'll have a listen to it. And they probably do not guys. The house is rubbish, Marty. Marty. Marty, you're wasting your time, Marty. It's rubbish. His podcast is rubbish, Marty. We'll get there, folks. I Listen, I thank all of you for hanging by me for this long. My God, I hope I can reward you with something. My God. Love to. Elden Ring, the game director, actually admits that he is utterly baffled at why the game is so popular right now. If you follow me on TikTok, at TJ Del Reno, last episode we talked about Elden Ring. And Elden Ring was up for best narrative. And I thought that was hysterical. Why, you may ask? Because the only lore and story I found when I played was really only in books, papers, and things like that. That's not a story. To me, God of War is a story. Right now, I can follow it. It's an amazing story, amazing acted. It's awesome. And, um, you know, I can't wait. So, it's great. And the game was hard as crap. And, um... So the game was hard as crap. Uh, it's funny that the game's director is like, I don't know. Now, I could tell you, I know why it's popular. There's an amount of people that like to play this game because it's difficult. And when I played the game, I enjoyed it maybe three out of a hundred. And I kept playing it. I played it at Cousin Ian's house, and Ian was shocked how many mornings I woke up when I was playing it. Because Elden Ring, the design of what the game is, you get loot, you go hunt, you fight monsters, you fight creatures, you run around an open world, the battle mechanics is decent. That speaks to me. The amount of difficulty and brutalness of the game, I despise. I think it's dumb. So it's funny that the game director's like, I don't know why this is popular. To quote the Dark Souls creator and From Software director, Miyazaki, he says, quote, it's true that sales were higher than those of our previous games, but I have no idea what the reason was. That's from the Elden Ring horse's mouth, everyone. The guy who directed and made the game doesn't know why it's popular. And all of you Elden Ring simps just come at me on TikTok like skill level, bad skill, bad at games. You're bad at games. Because you're bad at games, you don't like games. You're bad at games. I'll say for the record, I'm bad at video games. I'm not good. I never was. 
nor have I ever touted that I was good at video games. If you've been with me, Marty's getting mentioned a lot in this episode, but he's been with me in body and spirit since the iteration of this podcast at Sirius. I don't know how we found it on Sirius XM, but he did, I think. But he was there from the beginning or even the second or third beginning. He can attest I have never once said I was good at video games. There's Call of Duty matches I have that sometimes I, I you know, really, you know, uh, like shock myself where I'm like, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, it's pretty good round. Elden Ring, Elden Ring has sold nearly 17 million copies worldwide in 2022 and has enjoyed critical acclaim far and wide, except on this podcast. I will not give it its, I will not give it its day on this podcast. Is it a bad game? No. Is it a fun game? No. Is it an interesting game? Yes. Are the boss fights cool? They're great. It's a great game to watch. It's a great game to watch. It's a great game to sit next to your friend while they play. It's not my cup of tea. I don't tell you. Sorry. Miyazaki went on to remark that, quote, I haven't analyzed it much. It's true that sales were higher than those of our previous games. I have no idea what the reason was. So even if I wanted to reproduce that success, I wouldn't be able to. I try not to think about it too much because I think it would be a bad idea to analyze it deeply and to consciously try to replicate it in another game. There you have it, folks. Even the creator is like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> but if you ask the people about God of War, they'll be like, yeah, we made a great game. They'll probably stand up and go, yeah, we made a great game. You talk to Rockstar. Do you think Red Dead Redemption 2 is a, is a great, amazing game? Rockstar will go, yeah, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, we stand by. It's awesome. This dude who made one of the hardest games alive. And he's like, I don't know why people like it. <laughs> it was nominated for best narrative in the video game awards 2022. Tetris had more of a plot. Boom. There definitely was a story and plot, but you, you, it, it starts out where it's like, yeah, go, like, how get the, you have to go find the Elden Ring. Whoa. And that's it. And you go. Okay. Now there was neat things. There was like a, you know, giant pot monster that had like, like a like a yeah, there was cool stuff to come across. I'm not saying it wasn't cool. What I'm saying, it's you know, it, it to me doesn't deserve best narrative, and you know the good, you know, it's crazy. Elden Ring free DLC drops on December seventh. That is when this podcast comes out. You can enjoy the free DLC drop. The update will open up all of the Colosseums on the map, Limgrave, Kalid, Altus Plateau. The gladiator, gladiator, the gladiatorial, the gladiatorial, gladiator, the gladiatorial, gladiatorial. Is that even a word? It's gladiator, but I A L. The gladiatorial. Wow. The gladiatorial arenas will offer one on one and team based PvP with up to six players in one battle. So expect to see a lot of Shrek's and Mr. Bean in there. Am I right? Are you not entertained? I have come to reclaim Rome for my people. <laughs> PVP for Elden Ring. Now I've seen everything. Now I've seen everything. Crazy. 
the battle mechanics are good, but I don't know if it's PvP worthy good. It's a little, that's a little nutty, if I may say so myself. Now, to wrap up this episode, I am glad I saved this story for last because I am very interested in this piece of news that Marty found that I did not know about. Yet another shitty movie tie-in of a forgotten property that no one asked for, Toe Jam and Earl getting an Amazon-produced movie. Why? Do you know what one would make sense? Earthworm Jim. There's a cartoon. Why not make a movie? Make it a cartoon movie. Is Toe Jam and Earl going to be? Let's see what it says. Who, who wants this? Movie was announced on Monday by popular movie news website, The Hollywood Reporter. Toe Jam and Earl, it was a Sega Mega Drive game with the 90s tood with garish colors, and no one outside of America cared about the first game. The second game, totally rad. Now you could think TJ, my name stands for Toe Jam. That is not correct. TJ does not stand for Toe Jam. But I did find, uh, you know, similarities with Toe Jam. I was like, oh, cool. The first game, the aim was for the two aliens to repair their father's stolen spaceship so that they could return home unnoticed after an eventful joyride. Very Ferris Bueller's day off, if I may say so myself. They had to put on blocks and run the car in reverse to get the odometer done. Game number two with Panic on Funkatron the boys have to capture human tourists who are stinking up their home planet. Both stories, great. Gameplay was fine. I'm not a huge Toe Jam and Earl guy. Never was. They're fine. Very of the time. If you look at the gameplay, you look at everything, very of the time. I mean, you know, Toe Jam has a giant uh, clock. Toe Jam has a giant clock on his neck with a backwards hat. Earl is wearing checkered boxers and cool sunglasses. And Toe Jam is a three-legged, two-armed alien with two eyes and a giant necklace that says TJ. Now that I'm in. I'm in for that. And then for Funkatron, the cover for Funkatron was our two heroes... This time, Earl has blue polka dot boxers. TJ is still wearing his backwards hat and his giant medallion. Panic on Funkatron. I mean, I'd rather see this than an Abe's Oddworld. I don't know. Abe's Oddworld has a lot of good design. There's an astonishing amount of roster of talent on board for this utter piece of poo. Screenplay by the writers of Hotel Transylvania, the writers of the new Super Fudge series. You remember Fudge? I always thought he was kind of a jackass. Produced in part by John Wick writer, Derek Colstead, and Sonic the Hedgehog movie producer, Dimitri Johnson. What will this be out? It They don't do the opposite. It would be fun. Well, they do the opposite. They make TV shows and movies into video games. They should make a Made in Manhattan MMO. An MMO made in Manhattan. You have to go find love before the timer runs out. 
Zombies Ate My Neighbors would be a fun game. Decap Attack would also be fun. Can't think of anything else. Any other games I would like. There's, you know, the Street Fighter movie's bad. The Mario, I'll tell you this before we end on, on video game movies. You know, I wanted to be a curmudgeon. I wanted to be a prick about hating the Mario movie. But the second trailer looks good. And I shouldn't say that with too much disdain. But it looks pretty fun. Looks fun, looks funny. They, marry, they added a bunch of stuff in it, so I'm in. Seems like it's like Mario Galaxy in the movie because he's like he's crossing other galaxies and things like that. And I'm like, oh, interesting. What a fun time. They should make this podcast into a movie, huh? Unlimited Lives, the movie. Do, 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 do. Hello, Berserk Samurai. It's been a while. I'm sorry you caught me at the end of the podcast. Thank you for watching, though. What a fun time. You can follow me at TJ Del Reno. Follow the podcast at Unlimited SXM on Twitter. Unlimited Lives all over Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. This show airs on Twitch Live as anytime I can, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And follow me on TikTok. I put everything on TikTok, not on Instagram, not on Facebook, mainly on TikTok. It's not just a podcast cut up. I do other video game fun, weird stuff on there. Follow me at TJ Del Reno on TikTok. We can see it. And we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to purchase an NFT of me streaming this on the blockchain, you can follow me at coinbaserunner.org and find Unlimited Lives NFT. We also have Unlimited Lives tokens. If you want to buy a crypto Bitcoin token, they only cost $4,000. Send me a Venmo at TJ Del Reno to get a Bitcoin coin of Unlimited Lives Bitcoin. Unlimited Bitcoins.